Lord? Will only a few people be saved? To be completely honest with you, I was very inclined this weekend to simply avoid this main topic or question proposed by our Lord, or to our Lord, I should say, in this morning's gospel. Lord, will only a few people be saved? You know, in the Catholic Christian theology world that I'm sure we're all deeply plugged into at times, this question stirs up incredible passion, incredible feelings and emotions and opinions. If you don't believe me, go online and Google this question, and you'll find countless websites that really dive in to the heart of this question, and you'll find enormous disagreement about it. I think I want to frame it two ways this morning. The first is this. Whatever our own opinion is about the question, how many and who's saved, what we want to make sure we don't do is to dismiss the question or to somehow disregard it or to ignore it or just to throw it out. That could be one of the most dangerous things we could do, to say, oh, who really cares? No, we should care. We want to care. In fact, not much matters more than that question. The second thing I want to frame it in is this. It really doesn't matter what I think, or some theologian, or some opinion. What matters is what Jesus says, right? What matters is what our Lord says about the question. So let's give it a shot. When he has proposed this question, what does he say? He responds by saying, strive to enter the narrow gate. That's what Jesus is asked. That's what he says. Strive to enter the narrow gate. Now you might be saying, okay, he's a politician too. He doesn't quite answer the question all that honestly or all that straightly. He's trying to wiggle his way out. Not so fast. I think it's helpful to understand the context, and this might be super boring for you this morning, I'm sorry, but I think it would be helpful to understand the context in which our Lord has proposed this question. This question comes up, this exchange comes up between two people. Who are they? Well, we don't know the name of the person asking the question, but we know that he's a Jew. We know that he's an Israelite. And we know that he's asking Jesus, who is a Jewish rabbi, a teacher. And that's helpful, everyone, because of this. The context in which this question is being asked is between two Jews. Why does that matter? The underlying kind of presumption in the person asking the question, Lord, who will be saved, is this. Are we the Jews the only one who will be saved? Or to put it more bluntly, will only us good Orthodox Jews be saved or will all those other Gentiles also be saved? People from places like Emmons County. Will they also be saved? 
for us non-Jews? That's the context of the question. Because for the Jewish people, right? For the Jewish people, they were essentially asking, for us as Jews, do we have some kind of fast track, short track, direct line to heaven? And how does Jesus respond? People will come from the north and the south and the east and the west. And if we listen to this first reading from Jeremiah this morning, we find out that God came to save all. That all are called to salvation. That Jesus is the Messiah, not just for the Jewish people, but he is the Messiah, yes, even for people in Emmons County. He's the Messiah for all. That's the context in, this, in which this question is being asked. But secondly, did you catch where, in terms of like location, they were headed when this question was asked of our Lord? They were headed to Jerusalem. What's Jerusalem always signifying the Gospels? The cross. So Jesus now connects salvation and foreshadows it with Jerusalem, the cross, Calvary, crucifixion. And that's where this entire question is directed. Strive to enter the narrow gate. So what's the narrow gate? The narrow gate is the way of discipleship of taking up one's cross and following him. So we don't necessarily know how many are saved and who is saved and who's in and who's out. That's up to the Lord. But what we do know is this. He tells us and encourages us and exhorts us to strive to enter the narrow gate, which has always been for the Christian faith, the way of discipleship, of taking up one's cross and following him. So it would be very important for us this morning to simply examine our own lives, our own hearts, our own conscience, and just ask, am I striving to follow the way of Christian discipleship? Am I taking up my cross, knowing that the Lord is with me, especially there, and am I following him? Strive to enter the narrow gate. Strive to enter the narrow gate.